This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Here we go again. Yeah. COVID-19, oh, why you so mean? My test came back clean, but I'm still in quarantine. Because of COVID-19, the store shelves are picked clean. I ran out of TP, had to use my team. Yesterday, as suspected, Ontario issued a stay-at-home order, declared a third state of emergency with the COVID-19 pandemic. Here is some audio of Ontario Premier Doug Ford at the press conference. Go home! That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Stay at home, guys. (laughs) He also beat up Bob Barker afterwards. Yeah, strange. Considering Barker's been dead for a couple of years. No, he's still alive, Is he still man. Alive? You keep thinking he's dead. I, why do I keep still... I can't believe... Is Bob Barker still alive? He is. We have this conversation once every three months. <laughs> Apologies to Bob Barker. seven years old still. <laughs> what about Drew Carey? Is he still kicking? Drew Carey, yeah, I believe so. Oh, good. Um, so, you have uh, these new... What are they? Are they rules, recommendations... What does stay at home mean? It means in a lot of cases, you can still leave your house to go to work. Um, But basically, they just don't want you socializing with with a bunch of people. And we've seen uh, rises in cases in young people. And there's been some partying. And they want us staying at home. And they don't want us having people over to the house. And they don't want you leaving unless it's to go out and get some exercise in the fresh air. It's going to be nice over the weekend. You're allowed to leave the house with the family, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, that sort of thing. But use your head. Um, Retail stores, non-essential stuff. This has been a call for a long time. Um, A lot of the small retailers, a lot of the small businesses saying it's not fair that Costco and Walmart are able to open up and sell groceries and everything else in the store. So now the other aisles outside of grocery and pharmacy are going to be blocked off, and you're only going to be able to get the essentials indoors at those stores. Rest of retail, you can still shop, but it's it's back to the curbside pickup stuff. Well, I heard the sigh there, Jim. What's up? Well, yeah, I, I, it's, I think the most of the retail shops uh, didn't want Walmart to close down. I think they wanted to be open <laughs> back up, so... You know, a year after they were begging to be on the same playing field as Walmart, they finally said, okay, we'll shut down the aisles, which would have been the easiest thing to do a year ago. So then pretending like they're doing something helpful now is just a joke to me. The uh, It's kind of like if, if you complain, you're like, how come my sister gets an ice cream cone and I don't? And then dad walks over and slaps the ice cream out of the sister's hand instead of giving you one. Yeah, then nobody gets ice cream. <laughs> nobody gets ice cream. You can't count on the public to make the right decisions. Like uh, the malls over the weekend were packed because... Doug Ford and his government left the malls open. Although he seemed very surprised like uh, about that earlier in the week. You know, you go by Yorkdale, you couldn't get a parking space. You know, it was absolutely jam-packed. And I, I, I truly was hoping that, you know, people wouldn't be going in there uh, to the volume that, that we saw. Yeah, I can't believe that we told people it was still okay to go to the mall and they all went to the mall because <laughs> there was nothing else to do. It's so stupid. What, what Have you been paying attention to human nature for the last 12 months, Doug? Over Christmas, 
I don't mean to keep bringing this back up, but over Christmas, politicians and medical health experts also defied orders and flew out of the country, went on vacation when they made the rules to not leave the country. Yeah, so no you one, think people no aren't going to go to the mall? No one leave the country. See you later. I'm leaving the country. Yeah, 50 politicians later, we realized that nobody cared. Go home! That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! We just got an interesting message from one of our listeners here, Jim. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, quick conspiracy theory for you. What do you guys think about this weather the last few days? We've been calling for thunderstorms, but it's been beautiful out. Do you think the government is trying to control the weather to stop people going out? Three question marks. Control the weather or control the forecast? He says control the weather, but I think he means the, the weather reports or the forecasts. So like the government, I think I think the idea here is like the government will be like, okay, hey, Weather Network guys, uh, you say it's going to be colder, so nobody plans any picnics at the public parks. <laughs> really, it's going to be thirty degrees, but if we tell them in the morning it's going to rain, everybody will stay home. Is there something to this? Well, let's just look at today's forecast: mainly sunny skies, chance of shower later on. In London, Ontario, the high is 25 degrees today. But in Hamilton, they're saying the high is only going to be 15. And we know that Hamilton is closer to the GTA Mm. where there's more cases of COVID-19. So it would make perfect sense that the government would want the high to be lower in Hamilton than it is in London. I think we're on to something. Yeah, you're telling me... An hour and a half drive down the highway, there's a 10-degree weather swing? Come on. Well, oh, may- oh, there's a response here. Maybe maybe there is a 10-degree swing because we know also know Hamilton's closer to the edge of the flat earth, Jim. <laughs> right? You know, those the solar br- winds. The breeze coming, <laughs> coming in off the... Uh, off the never-ending chasm where the earth ends. Yeah, the guy responded, Taz. He said, I think they incorrectly predict heavy rainfall five days so far. The next five days have predicted heavy rainfall just to keep people inside. Seems a little suspicious to me. <laughs> He's not giving up on it. Wouldn't be a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, put it in the roster of, of, of opportunities. Okay. I just got a memo from our real bosses, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And there's been an update to the forecast. Apparently, it's going to be minus three with a chance of flurries and freezing rain today. (laughs) Okay. Don't look at your windows. It's not going to be 25 degrees in London and 15 degrees with sun in Hamilton. Wow. 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 This is Owen Wilson's Super Powered Wow. Wow. Our contestant is Chris. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Good. Owen Wilson is part of this new Loki show on Disney+. Plus. He's joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That means he's going to be meeting a lot of interesting characters. We're going to give you some audio of Owen Wilson meeting a superhero. You have to identify who it is, okay? All right. I'll do my best. Owen Wilson, uh, are you there? Who are you meeting? Who yeah. are you with? Wow, well, let me grab my file here, Taz. Okay. Wow, well, welcome. Hey, I gotta be honest, I never even heard of you 10 years ago, but I gotta say, I'm really digging your vibe. Really digging your vibe, man. You know, sometimes you're like really big, sometimes you're real small. You like ride a tiny butterfly into the quantum realms. It's like, wow, there's a quark. Look out for the nucleus. Wow. 
<laughs> who is who's Owen Wilson meeting there? I have no clue. Sometimes you're like real big, and sometimes you're like real small. Sometimes the size of an ant. Ant Man. Oh come on, Owen Wilson! Uh, you did a come little thing. Come on! You did him a favor there, oh dog. Right. Okay, that's one. You need another one if you're gonna win. Owen Wilson. I don't need a file here for you. Wow, I am in the presence of greatness. A national hero, man. Wow. Thank you for your service. I, I love your shield. You know, you're like throwing it around. It's like flying. It's coming uh, back. Captain like, America. Yeah. You got it. Come on, turn around. Let's see America's ass. Wow. <laughs> America's ass gets two wows, I think. Don't One for right. each cheek. Unreal. Unreal ass. Wow. 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 Owen Wilson, super-powered wows. Let's see if you can get all three of them here. All Owen right. Wilson now in the Marvel Universe. And who is he meeting? Listen carefully. Wow, another Chris. Huh. What, what, like, what is your deal, man? Like, I, your dad is like a like a god. What does that make you? Like a, a demigod, a half-god there? Oh. You want me to keep going? Wow, like a kind of like a Greek Jesus. You know, he was a carpenter. You have a hammer. I never seen him spin around so fast he started flying the wow. I think I heard it. Can you repeat your answer there, Chris? Thor. Owen Wilson is meeting Thor. You are correct. Oh. <laughs> wow, you got the Wolfman on the line. Wow. Three for three. <laughs> We're hooking you up with some lotto tickets, okay? Yeah, right on. Thank you. Have yeah. a good day. You could become a millionaire. And I, I think I know so. what you'd say if you won. I'd hook you up with something. Or, or, <laughs> if you saw that you had the winning ticket in your hand, you might shout, Wow! <laughs> you may have heard that Jim fell off a skateboard earlier in the week. He decided to take up skateboarding and lasted five seconds, not five minutes, five seconds on the skateboard before he fell off and dislocated his shoulder. Now, when it happened, Jim, there was only... There was only one car in the area and two people in the car. They're the only witnesses to you falling and injuring yourself, correct? As far as I know. So we put it out there. Hey, if you were the two people in that car, if you saw a grown man fall off a skateboard and it looked like it, it really hurt, uh, call us. Now, Jim didn't know that I received a call from somebody who claimed to be in that car, the witness to his skateboard accident. So I started talking to him, and unbeknownst to Jim, the person was listening on the line. Jim. Yo. You there? How you feeling, buddy? How's the shoulder? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. How you feeling, pal? Shoulders okay? Uh... Yeah, I'm I just talking to Brad. I'm going to take next week off just to recover so I don't have to try to run the board with one arm. Mm. Pretty painful. Were you embarrassed? No. Huh? Were you embarrassed? Like a little bit, but not really. Like shit happens and I knew it was a funny story, so like I didn't really care. But even just, even felt, though what about the people who saw you? Like were you yeah. embarrassed that they saw you fall so hard? Not really. I didn't know them. I'll never see them again. The thing I'm just I'm just pissed because like it's gonna take me a few weeks before I can golf and I can't do archery. It's just a huge pain in the ass more than anything. Yeah. So you don't think you'll ever see or hear from the people who saw you wipe out yesterday on that skateboard? Did I just 
Did I just hear somebody cough on a phone? I'd like to introduce you to Jake. It was him and his girlfriend, Chantel, who saw you <laughs> go down hard. Oh, no. <laughs> we asked you if you're all right. You got up all pouty and walked away. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, I don't know what else you do. Yeah, I guess. A little embarrassing, eh? So, Jake, you were in the car. You were pulling out of the parking lot there. Uh, yeah. And we see someone coming down the hill on the skateboard, and it's like, oh, no, is he going to stop? I'll stop. Oh, no, he's going to turn. Nope, he's going to wipe out. <laughs> How bad did it look? Like, did you think I dislocated the shoulder? Or do you think maybe it was just like uh, well, a skinny? Well, honestly, we thought you cracked your head. Yeah, it didn't even hit my head at all. Well, your shoulder took the brunt of it, obviously. your shoulder. So was your arm dangling, Jim, right after the accident? No, but it was stuck at a weird angle. I couldn't really move it. it, it I think what had happened was I put my palm down, and then it went up. And then out. Oh, jammed it. Something like that. I don't. I don't know. It all happened. It all happened so fast. I appreciate that you guys said, "Do you need help?" Though, and you weren't laughing probably until you drove away. Yeah, until we drove away. <laughs> <laughs> How did you hear that we were talking about it and that it was me? Uh, listening to the radio show that's running on the way to work. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh my God, that was Jim Kelly, the guy we were laughing about, who the grown man on the skateboard who hasn't well, uh, ridden a skateboard since he was fourteen years old. Like that's the best part of the story that you probably didn't realize, Jake. Jim just went to all this trouble to put the skateboard together. He was literally, what would you say? Eight seconds you rode the thing before no, you no. hurt yourself? Less than five. Less than five <laughs> seconds. So his house is right next to where he fell. And and he wiped out in front of you and your girlfriend five <laughs> seconds after getting on the skateboard for the first time. <laughs> That's awesome. Did he get some air? Was he airborne? Oh, his feet were right up in the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish you had. You don't have a dash cam, do you? No. Darn. <laughs> maybe there's a. Maybe I'll knock on the neighbor's door, see if their ring camera caught it. Yeah, or right. if there's any security cameras in the park. There yeah, you my go. My friend heard it on the radio this morning when we were driving in. She uh, Googled Jim Kelly. She's like, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's Jake, the witness. They Googled you. <laughs> that is See pretty funny. Like. Yeah. yeah, that is Jim. That's, yeah. That's the idiot. Yeah, that's, I recognize that pouty face. <laughs> You're right. Like, what? He says he got up all pouty. <laughs> my arm was out of its socket. I must be like, hey, fellas. I saw, a guy, I saw a guy get hit by a bus, but he, he got up with a big grin on his face, <laughs> hop, skip, and a jump, and he was back at it. That dude who fell off a building, man, he sure looked pouty. Okay, we know your leg got blown off in a farm explosion, but stop pouting so much. <laughs> you may have seen this yesterday. Our, our pal Dan Aykroyd actually posted this. He's getting excited about the new Ghostbusters movie, and Paul Rudd is one of the stars a clip is now out there. It's Paul Rudd. He's in a grocery store walking down uh, an aisle and he sees a bag of marshmallows start moving. And you know it's Ghostbusters, so. <laughs> out pops a little tiny Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. And then he looks down. There's like 30 of these things running around the grocery store. <laughs> All, this is the biggest trend right now. You just take something that uh, that people like and you make it into a baby, like the baby Yoda and baby uh, Groot. Baby Groot was that the first? Was that what started it? Well, that would that would have been yeah, that would have been at the end of Infinity War, right? But look at these things, like merchandising. 
101. There's going to be shirts, miniature marshmallow men. Keychains. Yeah. Those like, Funko Pops. Like, they almost look like those Funko Pops. Are those those bobblehead things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I just wonder, well, do you know they're going to have a ton of different references in that movie for, for the fans? Like, I haven't seen any... Slimer stuff yet, I don't think, from the trailer, but you know there's probably going to be a baby Slimer. Baby Slimer, <laughs> bring it on. There is no ghosts over the age of six in this film. <laughs> Everyone loves big-eyed babies. <laughs> Hello, friends. Sun is shining. Sky is blue. A couple white clouds just floating up above our heads and it's Masters Weekend. All starts today. We're joined by our friend, Alan McLean. He's a former Canadian Tour winner. He's an amazing golfer and one heck of a great guy. How you doing, Alan? I'm doing great, Ted, and yourself? Good. Jim's here as well. Hey, Alan. Morning, Jim. You are, you're down in sunny Florida this morning. You're not in, in Augusta, Georgia, but uh, you are in the sunshine, right? I am, and uh, I'm pleased to announce to everybody that it's a gorgeous day down here, just in case anyone was worried. Yeah, I think that's why they put all the golf courses in Florida. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. What are you doing? You're, you're playing, aren't you? I have decided to uh, take up uh, arms in the form of my golf clubs again, and I'm chasing the Champions Tour these days. I'm just starting. Tomorrow's my first day. a boy. Yeah, good luck. We'll be following Thank your you. progress as well through Masters Weekend. Thank you. Yes, that would be nice. Okay, let's talk about uh, the the field here on the Thursday as they're teeing off down there in, in Augusta at Augusta National. Uh, I know you, you like the DraftKings, right? You like to put a little money on this. Why, why don't you, can you pick six guys if you were in a pool, which six guys would you want on your uh, on your sheet? Um, you know, I, I have to say, although the, the man's not carrying a lot of uh, form going into the week, I think Dustin Johnson's going to be there come Sunday. I like Thomas. Um, I think the, the win at the Players' Championship recently was a big win for him. He's obviously got some form. I think uh, a, a guy, probably the best iron player on the tour at the moment, is a player called Colin Morikawa. Uh, he has a legitimate chance. Uh, as a kind of a dark horse, um, I like our own uh, Corey Connors. He hits uh, a very good tee shot. He's putting better. Uh, his price is down a little bit on, in DraftKings, so I, I selected him. Uh, Pride like of Listowel, Ontario, Jim. Love there him. There you go. Yeah, he's he's a, he's playing really well at the moment. I think he's he's got a, a, a you know he he could be in the top ten this week for sure. Um, I like a player like a fellow South African Louis Wersteisen, and obviously I think the last one I was in a pool. I have to go Jordan Spieth. The the guy has the best uh, results at the Masters over the last five years, and uh, obviously with the win last week in in Texas. His confidence will be sky high, so those would be my guys. Spieth is the last one. Yeah, Devin uh, Peacock from, from Global News Radio, our sports guy, is he's picked Spieth to win it. Um, you, you mentioned Corey Connors. What about our other Canadian golfer who's going to be playing at the Masters this weekend from Dundas, Hamilton area, Mackenzie Hughes? What are his chances like? 
Well, you know, you, you're in the field, you've got a chance. But, uh, you know, as far as a legit chance, I'd hate to say that uh, he doesn't have a chance. But unfortunately, the course favors anyone that hits the ball right to left and uh, and hits it high. You know, I think this week the, the, the weather's supposed to be really nice. Uh, the course, by all accounts, is playing firm and fast. So you need a, a high ball flight to get the ball to stop in the greens and... Um, you know, off the tee, it demands, it, it, it prefers a player that hits the ball right to left. And I know that uh, McKenzie kind of hits it the other way, left to right. So I'm not excluding him, but I just don't think this is his uh, type of golf course. You've played golf with McKenzie Hughes before, haven't you, Alan? Yes, uh, years ago now. Let's not get to, you know, it, it was a long time ago. Well, when we, we, you're starting. best friends. <laughs> he's, he's asking you for tips while he's on the course, sending you text messages. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. He's obviously progressed a little. You know, I had a good influence on, on his career. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Take full credit. Why not? Uh, we, we know Tiger Woods isn't going to be playing. You know, tragically, he was in that accident a couple weeks ago. I, I know no one would say it out loud, but do you think there's guys who are happy Tiger isn't there? I, I say this with uh, the most respect I can. Uh, I don't think so. I think the game misses Tiger. I think he brings something to every event uh, that he plays in, and uh, he is Mr. Golf. You know, yeah. I, I think golf misses Tiger, and, and we need him uh, as a game. As a as a personality and as a sport as a as a person, he just brings something every week. And you know, you just have to look at the media credentials when Target plays. Uh, it doubles and triples at some events because of his uh, participation. So I think nobody is uh, happy that he's not there. Um, maybe his comp- his fellow competitors in the last six holes on a Sunday. Uh, you know, but no, as a, on the whole, uh, golf needs. Tiger and uh, I, I think everybody wishes him a speedy recovery. Yeah, one of the, I guess one of the positives is you see, even if Tiger's not doing well, they give him a, a ton of screen time. So you are going to see um, the spotlight put on some other guys out there, which I guess would be a positive. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's a not a good way to go out. If Tiger comes back, do you think do you think he will come back and he'll play in the Masters at least one more time as kind of a farewell? Or if he's not up to the challenge, if he doesn't think he, he can win, can you see him just bowing out gracefully? Uh, I think he's a he's a competitor. He he's obviously uh, you know his body, his temple, uh, as he's proven many many times. I mean he's. A face very uh, adverse uh, back problems, um, and he's and he's come through and come back to win. So I'm not putting anything past him, and I I think you know I, I know somebody that's had something similar happen to them, and he's come back. He wasn't the same golfer, but this week when you've got a player like uh, Brooks Kopka who's playing, who's just had uh, arthroscopic surgery on his knee, who's saying, like, this is the Masters I'm going to play, I think that's the lure of the tournament. I think if Tiger can make 18 holes um, and he can walk, he's going to be there. So I, I fully expect Tiger to get back at some point, maybe not this year, but in the future, I, I can see Tiger coming back and playing for sure. Alan McLean, former Canadian Tour winner, the guy who taught Mackenzie Hughes everything he knows. <laughs> 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 Will, can we check in with you Monday, Alan? 
Peace. Okay, we'll I get a reported. little post-Masters uh, chat with Alan coming up on Monday. And best of luck this weekend with your golf. We're rooting for you, okay? Thank you very much. Jim fell off a skateboard. He wanted to get back into skateboarding. Hasn't done it since he was a teenager, and he fell after five seconds of trying to skateboard as an adult. He Mm -hmm. fell and dislocated his shoulder. And I've told you this in the past, Jim. I can remember you laughing at me, my story about breaking my foot on the dance floor when I was was probably about 32. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. You can do something your whole life. Yeah, I can do that. No problem. Yeah, totally. I can do that. And threading the needle used to be my signature which, which dance. Is. Which is when you hold one foot, you make a little uh, a space, and then you jump the other foot through it. Like, you know, Maestro Fresh West comes on. <laughs> you got you to gotta try to thread yeah. the needle. Make your ankle bone snap. Uh-huh. <laughs> make your ankle snap. <laughs> so that, that's when I realized that I wasn't a kid anymore. And I think the skateboard thing is, has made you, unfortunately, come to this realization as well. And we're not the only ones out there. Uh, God bless the Taz and Jim listeners because they've stepped up here online with a ton of stories about injuries that made them realize they're getting a little bit old. Yeah, the, there was 300 comments on one Facebook page alone, probably 500 in total. So, I mean, misery, it's a common... Misery loves company. <laughs> uh, so how did you uh, hurt yourself and realize you were too old to have fun? Alicia says, I pulled several muscles in my shoulder when I was 38 doing a cartwheel, and I even stretched first. That's one of those things. I'm sure Alicia, every year of her life before that year, could, could do a, a cartwheel. She could pull off a cartwheel, no problem. She was even stretching. Like, she was ready. Uh-huh. She was professional. Still well, blew out her Sometimes problem. the stretching just makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. Brian says, I went to a trampoline park in Kitchener for my girlfriend's birthday. We rented it for an hour. Before the time it even technically started, I landed on a hard part between the trampolines doing a front flip and broke my ankle. I was 26 at the time. Haven't had fun since. Uh, Reese says, <laughs> that was it. this one sounds nasty. Uh, Re- this is almost... Uh, well, I'll read it. Reese says, uh, I, I was warning impa- though. This is gross warning. I was impaled on a cattle fence. I fell out of a tree at 32. This was in 2020. Okay. <laughs> but uh, at what age were you falling on cattle fences and just and it was fine. hopping right well, I think back it's up. When, when were you able to climb trees and not lose your strength and fall out? I used to love climbing trees. hundred percent. I once, I fell out of a tree. I climb. I was like a master tree climber yeah. when I was young. And I must have been about seven or eight at the time. I climbed to the top of this tree. The branch snapped. Mm. But luckily on my way down, I grabbed another branch. So now I'm hanging from that branch and I'm looking down and I have my buddy Lee Ormerod at the time. He was down below and he's yelling. He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And it's like out of a cartoon. As soon as I said that, the second branch snapped and I landed on Lee Ormerod. Oh my God. He wasn't hurt too badly, but I broke my arm. And then the branch <laughs> fell on top of you? The two, yeah. Then the branch a couple seconds later comedically <laughs> landed on my head. Bong. But, but my arm was broken, I think, for like four days. When you're a kid, it just yeah, heals faster. Yeah, I didn't even have a cast. Walked it off. Chris says, I biked down a ramp in Whistler, and I haven't been on a bike in 10 years. Just to show my semi-pro snowboarder friends, I was still fearless and cool. Uh, it's all on video. Watch Domed at the Air Dome. Uh, I watched this video, Taz, it's on YouTube. You can find it on our Facebook page in the comment section about this. Uh, this guy, he went down a quarter pipe. 
hits a wall at the bottom of it, goes over the handlebars, and lands directly on his head. (laughs) Like a dive directly on his head. He's fine, but oh my God, it looked painful. He's fine, but he's not not dropping into a half pipe on a bike anymore, I bet. Not anytime soon. Uh, Aaron says, I tried to stand up on a toboggan a few years ago to impress my kids. My ass has never been the same. And uh, Crystal says, uh, I sneezed while petting the dog and my hip popped out. I've been crippled ever since. Yeah. One of the most dangerous things you can do as an adult is sneeze. Sneezing at a funny angle. Sneeze while putting on socks. (laughs) You're out of commission for at least eight months. When you're young, you think you're invincible. And then the next thing you know, you're sitting in the emergency room in your mid-30s with a dislocated shoulder because you thought it would be fun to learn to ride a skateboard when you're an adult. (laughs) Right, Jim? It would be fun. It would be, hey. It was fun for four and a half seconds. (laughs) Happened to Jim earlier in the week. We're asking, what is the uh, the injury you sustained that made you realize you're too old to have fun now? It's John. Now, this wasn't an injury, but when I noticed I was getting older, you remember when you were young and you came up to a patch of ice and you started skating across it and sliding across it. You, you'd run, you'd run beforehand, and then just zip right across the thing. Yeah, and you'd slide. I noticed one day that I was tiptoeing over it. Yeah, I was taking little, I was taking little tiptoe steps so I wouldn't fall down. Yeah, when icy sidewalks and steps terrify you more than anything in life, you're, you're getting old. <laughs> yeah, got to do the sidewalk shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Step off it. Get onto the grass. We should make a dance. The sidewalk shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Taz and Jim. I was just uh, calling with an injury for you. Yeah, you realize you're too old to have fun. What happened? Well, it was a company Christmas party. Everyone had, uh, we were at Bull and Barrel. And uh, the The uh, country bar. I know where this is going. Yeah, and everyone was taking turns riding the bull. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I, I just. The bull moved, just moved into position, and I uh, I fell off. <laughs> Pulled every single muscle in my groin. And I, I the bull walk. wasn't the bull wasn't even trying to toss you off. It was just slightly moving to get ready to start. Yep. And you and fell was, off, and and that was it. That was it. I was trying my best to hang on, and I was just it just. And it's on video as well, and it's one of those things. I'm like, oh my god, I am too old. I cannot do this stuff anymore. And I couldn't. I couldn't even walk the next day. I pulled everything so badly. Yeah, you haven't done reverse cowgirl since. <laughs> I'm the bull now. <laughs> sure you are, uh, Jim. We got some more online injuries from yep. Taz and Jim listeners. Trevor says, I took my kid to one of those American Ninja Warrior type oh, places. <laughs> this is how many different ways could you hurt yourself on this one? Didn't you almost do it? You did an obstacle course, didn't on the on the monkey bars? Didn't you almost hurt your shoulder doing that a couple years ago? I it was deaf. I almost threw up after I did it. It was the firefighters versus the paramedics, and I was on team firefighter. Oh, versus the cops as well. And I know some firefighters, so I was on the team firefighter. But I don't think I hurt myself, but one girl did, uh, she jumped too far uh, and didn't land in the foam block pit and her shoulder hit hit the side of the pool or whatever you'd want to call it. And then she finished the warrior course. She still finished the warrior course, went to the doctors after two broken ribs. Wow. Shout out to Steph.
pulled that one off. This guy did. He went, went up one of those vertical walls, pulled both shoulders so bad they took a year to heal. Because, yeah, you got to run up the wall and then grab the ridge, then pull yourself up. Is this like a salmon ladder situation? It's just like a court. What's a salmon ladder? It's the one where it's the bar in the hooks, and then you got to take the bar oh. out and move it up to the next. Like you climb up while still holding the bar doing like chin-ups. It, yeah. it looks very difficult. I know what you're talking about. I think this is just like running up the side of a half pipe and then grabbing the top. Oh, thank That's God he is. didn't try the salmon ladder. <laughs> and in a similar vein, Lynette says, monkey bars pulled all kinds of muscles in my back and shoulders. My body is much heavier than I remember as a kid. Uh, Kelsey says, boobs and slip and slides do not mix. <laughs> LOL. It hurts. It hurts a lot. Beer bellies and slip and slides. <laughs> From experience, I can tell you. They really, they really detract from the experience. Yeah, this one's not really an athletic endeavor, but how about this? I ate a tub of bacon wrapped scallops once as they were delicious. Had a massive gout attack. Never did that again. The pain is excruciating. Laugh at his pain. <laughs> Just a guy smashing a whole bucket of bacon wrapped scallops, thinking nothing bad is going to happen. And, I, and I'm picturing like a mop bucket. You know, like the old silver, yep. stainless steel looking thing. If you're going to eat scallops out of a bucket, you <laughs> might as well make it as dirty as possible. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe Keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.